High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Changing the subject, we were talking a little bit earlier about your first, about your first cars. A few of you sent in, told us what they were. A yellow Renault 5. That was actually very, very cool. Very, very cool. Apparently not so cool today. Uh, my, my first car actually was really not cool at all. A gold Opel Ascone. It was honestly a tank. It was the, 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 it wasn't even nerd. It was just old man. I don't know how I landed up with it. Um, I did have a fondness for it. Because because that was the car that gave me the the freedom, and that's somehow what happens, right? Is we have this connection to our first cars and to our classic cars. Uh, Bobby Petkov, he is the group CEO of Mitmac Motors. Bobby, a very good morning to you. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Good morning, sir. I'm very well. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. So, so the the fact is that there is definitely some kind of emotional bond that we have maybe with our first car but actually it might be cars that that uh, that we buy throughout our lives what is that i think i think there is in my opinion there's mm. three factors to this um first factor is when you buy your first car there's a sense of freedom there's a mm. sense of you know i can do whatever i want um, you know, when I want without supervision or help or assistance mm. from, you know, an uncle or parent exactly. or, you know, public transport. So, so that feeling of, you know, I'm, I'm free to, I'm grown up now. I'm, I've got this, I've got this asset and I can do as I please now. I, I don't need to ask permission. Mm. I think that's the first fact. And, and also on that, um, it doesn't matter if your first car was a bucket, you know, of rusty, oily, leaking, whatever it was. Even if you buy 10 Lamborghinis in your lifetime afterwards, that feeling, that attachment to the first drive you took to go and pick up your homies or go and show your best friend, look, you, you know, I've, I've So that's made interesting. It. So are we almost, as we get older and buy different cars, are we always trying to get a little bit of that feeling back? Uh, that that I, sense I, I of freedom. So. Mm. I, I don't think you'll ever get it back, though. That first time is so special. And I think the second point, which which maybe is is important to raise, is when you when you're growing up and when you are paying attention to you know the the time or the period when you're growing up, the culture. What is you know what is the 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 popular uncle or the popular business person or the popular person in a community what are they driving so when i was growing up you know i had a i had a friend that had an influential uncle and he mm. drove i'll never forget it it was like a blue colored m3 and man as kids we just wanted to be around this car and like uncle can we wash your car can we listen right. to some you, music you want to connect car? to it you just want to be near it yeah yes. interesting and and then eventually what happens is you you know when you grow older you you aspire to to, to connect to that feeling, like you said. So, you know, what's the first thing that I, I did when I, you, you know, when I started working and I, I got a serious job and I started making money is just buy that car, you know, just to say, wow, now I finally, you know, I can call this baby mine. And, and, uh, unfortunately, as the cars age, especially that type of car, they become extremely expensive mm, because mm. I wasn't the only kid growing up looking up to that uncle. You know, there was many of us that were growing up in that environment. And I think I think the third um, desirability factor, in my opinion, when it comes to classical cars and cars that, um, you know, growing values is just the, the, the pure access, access to a club. For, for example, I had a, 
I had a beautiful opportunity to chat to someone in the States that's mm. in property. And um, he said to me, you know, with a thick American accent, hey, Barbie, he said, you, you know, he walked into he walked into a Ferrari dealership and he asked him, you know, tell me about your cars. And the salesperson said, you know, our cars are the best. However, I don't sell cars. I sell access. He said, access, I, I, I'm not with you. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. He said, here's what you get when you buy a car from me. You get to hang out with other Ferrari owners twice a month because there's Ferrari day. Wow. So wow. I said, I said to him, okay, so, so tell me. He said, Bobby, you know, the, the first quarter, because in America they like yes. speaking about yes. first quarter, the amount of people that I met, you know, in that club, I was able to sell them property and, you know, I almost paid off the car because of the access that I received. And, you know, coming back home, if you have a look at, you know, I'm a huge BMW fan. Mm. All my, you know, most of my videos on socials is always promoting. Yes. Well, BMW. now we know why, because of that uncle, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I mean, the factory is just around the corner from us. But if you, if you consider, you know, the BMW, some of the BMW clubs and, and they attract young, old, you, you know, um, people of color, black, white, Indian colored, you, you know, everybody, uh, yes. comes together and they share passion for either spinning the old cars it's or so interesting showing that. time. Is it's it a community? Yes. Is it, is it much more male over female? Dominated? Absolutely not. No. No. You see, Makundi, you are sexist. I told him. That's what I said to Makundi (laughs) earlier. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Sorry, carry on. (laughs) You know, some of the, you know, some of the women that I've met, you you know, these day jewels or these events are like, oh, now I see you've got the OEM wheels, but what suspension? I can see it's slightly lowered. I'm like, huh? What are you talking about? You, You know, so, so it's a, you know, the women that get into that type of thing really do. And they, they're knowledgeable. uh, uh, amazing. In terms of, of value, how do you separate emotional connection to a vehicle versus actual value? Because obviously these, uh, they don't always correlate. You, you can't. I don't mm. think you can separate that. There, there is, there is no way that you can justify a 1992 BMW 325 IS you know, with 80,000 kilometers, recently sold for 1.4 million, you, you know, logically, you cannot mm. justify that. The car, you, you know, it's not the fastest, uh, it, it doesn't handle the best, it doesn't have the best mm. technology, but, you know, it's that emotion and, and that desirability, I think, that makes it so valuable because yeah. many of us want to own one, but there's only 30 or 40 around there. Well, so that was going to be my next question is how do we know when a vehicle is going to become one that becomes a collector's item, are there factors to look for ahead of time? I, I, that's a great question. I think, I think you know, as a manufacturer, they tend to they tend to give us hints, like a numbered car. You mm. know, for for example, the the CSL, the CSL M3 came out, and it was. Little bit more expensive than the normal one. However, today it's fetching prices of, you know, two million rand, almost three times what it costs new. So I think every time there's a numbered car, mm. you know, a limit ah. to 50, limited to 60 that comes to the country. I think that's a telltale sign, but it's not always a guarantee. There are those that, you know, came out as numbered cars and, and they, they were a miss. It, it's, I think it's, 
It's more about the culture and how the culture takes onto a vehicle uh, that determines, you know, long-term, mm, uh, mm. long-term. And and if that's the case, if you see a vehicle obviously increasing in value, that's a thing to that's the vehicle to look after. Absolutely, yes, sir. Absolutely fascinating. Is there is there a place we can learn more about classic cars? If is there uh, something you can recommend for people to either get involved in or read uh, to 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 do that? Absolutely. I, I think, you know, when it comes to the topic of classic cars, now you, mm. you're diving into like, like a religion. They, there are so many forums and so many groups on Facebook and uh, Instagram. They, uh, so that's, that's probably a good way to start is to, is to connect yeah. via social media and see what you can find. Absolutely brilliant interview. Bobby Petkov, thank you. Group CEO of uh, Mit Mac Motors talking to us about cars, about classical cars, about connection, emotional connection, a really, really an amazing, amazing conversation.